Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, friends, the thing that makes a believer a success is right thinking, right believing, and right confession. It's easy to say, I believe this. Yes, that is in my heart. However, the first thing we know, we are saying something else with our mouths. The word of faith must be in our mouths. Now, now you notice that Paul said here in Romans, the 10th chapter, and the 8th verse that we read a moment ago, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special faith-building offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. I would like to direct your attention to our text for this series of Bible lessons. This text is found in Romans chapter 10, verses 8, 9, and 10. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then also I'd like to read uh, from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, or as the margin says, our confession. Now we are talking about right and wrong thinking, right and wrong believing, right and wrong confession. Now, friends, the thing that makes a believer a success is right thinking, right believing, and right confession. It's easy to say, I believe this. Yes, that is in my heart. However, the first thing we know, we are saying something else with our mouths. The word of faith must be in our mouths. Now, now you notice that Paul said here in Romans, the 10th chapter, and the 8th verse that we read a moment ago, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now, see, Paul said three things. First, he said, what we preach is the word of faith. God's word, God's Bible, the New Testament is the word of faith. Second, he said that word of faith must be in your heart. And third, in your mouth to work for you. Now, a lot of times people believe God's word in their hearts, but that word is not in their mouth. They're talking something else. You know, it's amazing the faith very often that Christians have in the wrong things. Now, if they would take the same faith uh, that they have uh, in believing in wrong things and believe the right thing, they would go over the top. They would not need any more faith than they have already. People confess their lack and they build up a sense of lack in themselves. 
As they confess these things, these lacks gain ascendancy in their lives. But you see, friends, Jesus is our Lord. And if we will hold fast to the confession that he is our Lord, then he will gain ascendancy in our lives and put us on top of the success ladder. We shall never rise above our confessions. Now, if an individual does not believe in his heart, the confession of his lips will not work for him. The confession of Satan's ability to hinder us and to keep us from success gives Satan dominion over us. You remember Colossians 2.15 says, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he, that's Jesus, made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now, if Christ defeated the devil for us, and this text, Colossians 2.15, tells us he did, then why does the devil do so many things against us? Why does he dominate people? It's because the people let him. Many individuals think that God is responsible for all things that happen to them. And God is not responsible for any of them. They think it's up to God to do something about their troubles. But friends, it's up to the individual to do something. The work that Jesus did in carrying out the great plan of redemption in dying and being raised from the dead, defeating the adversary for us, that work was turned over to us, and it's up to us to possess the land, so to speak. Now, the Bible said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, and after he had made everything, he turned it over to Adam, his man. He told Adam, I give you dominion over all the work of my hands. Adam could do whatever he wanted to do with it. If he wanted to sell out to the devil, he could, and that's what he did. Humanity has been mystified by this act through the ages. They have said God knew what was going to happen. Or why did God let the devil do that? People say these things because they do not know the Bible. The Bible plainly states God created the heaven and the earth. And he gave the dominion of all the work of his hands to man. He gave uh, us dominion over all things. Now God was not responsible anymore. Man was responsible since God had given him that responsibility. You know, if I gave someone an automobile, I would not be able to help it if he bootlegged in it, would I? It would be up to the individual as to what he did with it because I'd given it to him. Therefore, the car is not my responsibility and the person could do as he chose with it. Now, have you ever noticed how different New Testament authors wrote to the churches and how every single one of them told us to do something about the devil? And not, not to pray that God would do anything about the devil, but told us to do something about the devil? As we've said to you before, believers, Christians, should live in the epistles. The letters, those are the letters written to the churches. Now, Peter said, Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, you know, Peter said that in 1 Peter 5, 8. Now, I've heard statements such as, The devil is after me. Pray for me that he'll not get me. Uh, pray that God will do something about the devil. Father, don't let uh, him get me. Jesus, rebuke the devil. Such praying as this does no good. One might as well uh, say, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Peter said here in 1 Peter 5, 8, Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. But Peter did not stop there. He went on to say, 
for us to do something about it. He said, whom resist steadfast in the faith. Now you are the one that must do something about the devil. You have to resist him steadfast in the faith. Tell the devil, the word says, that Jesus defeated you. You are a defeated foe devil. The New Testament says that you do not have any authority over me. This new covenant that God has established with man through the blood of Jesus Christ, for Christ, the Bible said, has become the surety of a better covenant. This new covenant says that you have no authority over me, but rather I have authority over you. Satan, leave me alone because you are defeated. Now, friends, that is making the right confession, and it will put you over. Now, when a wrong confession is made, we give Satan dominion over us. Then James, you remember, in James 4, 7 said, Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, James is writing to believers. He didn't say pray to God that God would resist the devil and cause him to flee from you or from us. He did not say to phone the pastor and have him pray that the devil will go away. Unless you resist the devil, he will not flee from you. I can resist him, and he will flee from me. But I cannot resist him for you. I can pray for people in faith. But if they maintain the wrong confession, it will do no good. It will nullify the effect of my prayer. Now, some are ignorant enough to believe that I can just pray a prayer of faith for them, whether they believe anything or not, and they will still get an answer no matter what they believe, and they think somebody else can do it. Now, this is foolish on their part, and it's contrary to the Word of God. Many claim to believe the New Testament, but actually do not. They are ignorant concerning the Word of God. They say, if you heal the sick as Jesus did, then why don't you heal everybody? Now, a man that says that Jesus healed all the sick is a liar, because the Word of God plainly shows that Jesus did not heal all the sick. Unbelief kept Christ when he was on the earth from doing many things. Look in Mark, the sixth chapter, the fifth and sixth verses, if you doubt my word. And notice here what it said. Mark, chapter six, verse five and six. And he, Jesus, could do there in Nazareth no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. It went on to say, and he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went about the villages teaching. Jesus could do no mighty work there. He could not. Now, why couldn't he? The Bible said it was because of unbelief. Sometimes we read in the Bible that all were healed. I mean, you know, in certain services. And sometimes I've had uh, everyone healed in my services. At other times, only a few healed. Now, the difference is in the faith or the unbelief of the individual. You can see this throughout Jesus' ministry. You know, Matthew thirteen fifty eight said he did not many mighty works there in Nazareth because of their unbelief. Therefore, if unbelief hindered Christ from working while he was here on the earth, and if he is by the power of the Holy Spirit working through us, then unbelief will hinder him from working through us or working through the church. You see, it's our responsibility to act. Now, Paul said in writing to the church at Ephesus, in Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil. Now, what does it mean? It means that we should not give the devil any place in us. It means the devil cannot take a place in us unless we let him do it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking, plus the three CD series by Ken Hagan, Victory, God's Plan for You. Both powerful resources are just $19.95. 
Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you're anywhere close to the area, or even if you're not close to the area, come here on campus. That is July the 1st, I believe it is, for Rockets Over Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That night, that evening, it's awesome. It's jam-packed. Starting That's off right. with a, we start off with a patriotic uh, musical type with all of our which people. Which We're yes. inside the building, which is good. Then it's outside for all the inflatable games, the car show. Uh, oh, Concerts. Oh, well, before we get to the concert, we <laughs> got to go by eat. the. We got to right. we got to eat. We got to go by the concession stand and get hot dogs, hamburgers, Fun funnel cakes, cakes uh, snow cones. That's I mean, right. you Everything. name it, we got it. That's all right? right, and then we have the concerts with all the Christian bands, yes. and and then about when it gets just getting between nine thirty and ten. Yeah, getting dark. Uh, we have the most incredible fireworks Absolutely. show anywhere in the country. I mean, it is really good. That's right. So bring your lawn chair and plan to Oh, come yeah, yeah. That bring night. a lawn yeah, chair. you got to have that. Uh, I mean, we, or a blanket or something to set off. Whatever. Yeah, something it to set off. Is it awesome. is great. Come on out be with us. Call today to get this month's special victory package, which includes the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. Plus the three CD series by Ken Hagen, Victory, God's Plan for You. Both powerful resources are just $19.95. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, Right and Wrong Thinking. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.